Music festivals are some of the most popular events around the world, from Coachella to Lollapalooza to Bonnaroo and everything in between. Millions and millions of people attend these festivals every year. Who would you want to see play at a music festival? What if you could play on your own, but you had to pick a music act from each decade? Today on the Going Off Topic podcast, the Decade Music Festival. Welcome to the Going Off Topic podcast, part of the Anything But Credible network. I'm your host, Kyle Fauché. Joining me in the studio, a music fiend, Dukes from the Anything But Credible podcast. What's going on, man? How you doing? Fauché, what's up, man? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing well, hanging in there. First of all, before we get to the top, before we get to the topic, is it fair to say that this is your favorite time of year? We're officially in Spooktober, mm. October, fall. The weather in St. Louis still has not changed. Mm-hmm. I think starting soon, it's supposed to drop down, hopefully. But is it fair to say this is your favorite month, favorite time of year? Definitely. We're, we're, we're getting right into, for me, uh, we've talked about it before on this podcast, but prime media consumption, mm. right? Overall, not, not only Spooktober and the fall and you got the, you know, the good holidays coming up, but, you know, scary stuff's happening. But you also, we were just talking about sports. I mean, as we're recording yeah. right now, our very own um, Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues, are, are kicking off the season as, right. as we speak. Couple weeks from now will be basketball, so we're 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 rolling right into the perfect time of the year, man. Yeah, I I agree. Um, like you said, NHL starting, NBA starting, MLB playoffs just started, NFL is is week five. Um, uh, you know, and it's just the weather's so nice. You can go decorate the house, you can go get pumpkins, you can do all that fun stuff. But today we are here to discuss the decade music festival. So I actually got this idea. Um. I'm sure I'm not the only one that's ever had this idea, but I got the idea from the All Fantasy Everything. They had a music, who would you want to play in your music festival draft? Um, I kind of took it another way to where we're planning a music festival, but you have to pick one act from each decade. So I did pre-1980s, an act from 1980, an act from 1990, 2000, 2010s. So we're going to end up with five acts. Um, another kind of, I guess, rule I put in there was you can't pick the Beatles from pre-1980s and make them your opener. It's got to be somebody that can kind of fit that opening bill. You know, you're not going to have the Beatles are going to be like, no, we're not opening. We're, we're playing. Yeah. We're, we want to be the closer or close to the end, you know? So uh, it could be anybody from those decades, alive, dead. It doesn't matter. They get those music, that music they play. So maybe it's not a festival. Maybe it's more of a concert. But, you know, if you have five people and they play for an hour, it's five hours. It's a good time. Uh, first question I have for you. Have you ever been to a music festival? See, that's the thing is, I, you know, we're this is going to be fun exercise to talk about and everything, but I have to admit, I, I was going to anyway, but no, no, I haven't been okay. to a legitimate festival. I don't know what you would classify as a music festival. I mean, sure, I've been to concerts with multiple yeah. performers, and yes, I've been to concerts with multiple performers that the name of the concert had festival in the name of it, but... Would I classify that as like a legitimate music festival, especially to some of the, you know, couple or three that you named in the intro or like Tomorrowland or all of these gigantic things? No, no, nothing crazy like that. As much as I would love and really do want to check out those things, unfortunately, to this point, I haven't. What what about yourself? Uh, Yes, I have been to, I guess. I guess you would classify it as a music festival. I was actually went to the last Lou Fest that ever that ever took place. Okay, cool. Sadly. we were we 
always kind of wanted to go. We lived in Chicago for a couple of years. We always kind of wanted to go to Lollapalooza, but just never worked out. Uh, we did go to Lou Fest, um, and it was Saturday, Sunday. We saw Weezer, Snoop Dogg, uh, Huey Lewis in the News, Run the Jewels, uh, Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats, ZZ Ward, and just a bunch of other random bands that we had no idea who they were, but it was just cool to you know be part of this atmosphere this group it was down in forest park you walked in and you're like man this is pretty cool you know uh i would definitely one of these years you and i or somebody we need to go like just buy tickets and go to Lollapalooza. it's in chicago it's five hours yeah. not like it's far uh it's just a cool atmosphere it's a cool thing you know there's a lot of cool bands that play these things um and i kind of look at a festival as as a, a, a multiple day event i guess okay is what i would classify a festival as so maybe what we're picking is is a uh not a festival, but a large concert, I guess you could say. But yeah, I would definitely, if you have not gone to a, uh, a music festival, I would definitely recommend going. Uh, I was sad to see that Lou Fest is no longer around. Hopefully, maybe sometime in the future, somebody will bring it back, resurrect it. Because it was a lot of fun. It was cool. I think it was really good for the city. Um, and just a cool cool area, cool place to go hang out for 12 hours on a weekend. Uh, another question I had for you. did when, when I talked about this idea with you, did you have any kind of strategy coming in? Did you plan maybe this this decade I'm going to have my opener? Did, was there any names that immediately came to mind for you based on decade? We don't have to get into specifics, but when you say when I say 1990, is there you know specific five people that maybe come to mind, or did you have a strategy going in? Yeah, there were definitely names that came to mind. Sure. I didn't have a strategy as far as who my opening one, two, three act is going to be. I actually still don't know this right now as mm. we're speaking. I, I really struggle with that. It's yeah, gonna it's be, tough. It's, yeah, it's going to be like kind of on the fly thing. Because, you know, there's a lot of, you know, I'm just assuming, you know, maybe we might pick some underdogs. But for the most part, these are probably going to be big names, big egos, big shows. That, yeah. You know, it's tough to put them behind somebody else. You know yeah, what I mean? it's true. But I did struggle. I really struggled with the earlier decades. I really okay. struggled with specifically pre-80s i just i don't know okay you know i i have some ideas but i don't know if they really count because the music that i like pre-80s is like right before 80 i mean like 78 79 that's pre-80s kind of kind of you know i thought it was kind of cheapish on my part so i was trying to really dig and you know not that i'm uh, didn't come up with anything you know solid but i spent a lot of time on that and the 80s I would say that obviously the later on is the more recent, so I feel like that's easier. But I was surprised also, excuse me, specifically the 70s was a very interesting decade Mm. because I grew up listening to a lot of that music when I was really young. But I would say after maybe the age of 10, I just never looked back at any of the 70s like rock and stuff. So I don't know, man. As far as strategy... Not really. Okay. But decade, like early decades, yeah, I had some struggles. What, what about you? So I, I think I might go the opposite way as you. I, I not necessarily didn't have a strategy, um, but so I always write everything down. You know, I'm one of those people that I love making notes, love scratching things out, just coming in with a notebook in front of me so I can go off of that. I think, so last night I was writing it out, um, and I think I really struggled with the 2000 and the 2010s. And I don't really know why. I think maybe now that I'm sitting here, I looked at seventy pre eighties, eighties, and ninety, and those are like bands that are just bands or music acts that are so 
so popular, so like in the stratosphere of music that I, I just found it difficult to find other bands that I was like, oh, I'll put these guys with this band or put these, match them up. So I think that's where, where, I, where I struggled the most. I think the, uh, I, I have notes written down for each decade of people that I, I went through and crossed off and wrote down and crossed off. And uh, definitely 2010s and 2000, I have the least amount of people, I think, because I also was thinking about in the 2000s. I had a lot of people, but it was like, they were late 90s. I was like, oh, damn, man. Those, th- those bands were so good in the late 90s. And they just like, they were still good in 2000s, but they're not what they were in the 90s. So, uh, and I grew up listening to a lot of the old school music. Uh, my dad was a wedding DJ, did parties, did those types of things. So all of, and I think I have a pretty uh, well-rounded music taste, I guess you could say. And I, I still do listen to a lot of the music from early early 70s, 80s, 90s. I mean, I kind of listen to everything, but I definitely think I struggled with the newer music. And it's not saying I don't listen to it, but I just, matching people up with these other humongous artists that I found made it more difficult, I think. Yeah, sure. I think the other big problem for me was that I made this festival in the eyes of what I would want to see. So if you give me a five or six hour, whatever you want to call it, mini festival, concert, tour, whatever it is, I, I do what I would want yeah. out of that. And so I looking at my list, it's very lopsided. It, it is it is very one sided in the genre. I, I I'm mm. just not I'm not a rock guy. Sure. I'm just not. And so as much as I really did want to put the iconic bands up there and stuff, I just thought, yeah, I don't it's not what I yeah. would want to see. Yeah, so all, yeah. I think it's gonna be very much different from what you got. I'm so, interested to see. Yeah, I think I wanted, going into this, I kind of wanted to get a, a well-rounded group, something for kind of everybody, but I definitely picked people that I would want to see. And I okay, think it'll okay. come out for both of us that these are huge artists that we love and know. Okay. Um, so did you make any kind of list or did you just kind of go off what came to your head first? I was wondering how hard it was for you to decide on the ultimate lineup. I didn't write a, a, like the lineup list. Yeah, so when you, you know, when you had to come down to five, five people pick one from each decade, how hard was it for you to narrow oh. it down and get one band for it? Yeah, it was years? tough. I didn't write out all my options. I kind of yeah. just wrote them out and then got rid of everything, but I, I still remember what my options are. But yeah, I, that was the hardest part was because, um, you know, it, it wasn't, when I say that I struggled with the early decades, it wasn't that I struggled finding somebody. It was narrowing down yeah. and, and deciding off of kind of what you were saying is, I also did a little bit of a research just to see what that artist's work was during that decade. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, if they span, if they're a huge artist and they span yeah. over multiple decades, okay, fine. But um, I was looking even at the specifics of during this decade, Play they dropped music. this album, yep. these albums, and I would want to hear these songs. Yeah, so. exactly what I was doing. Yeah. If, if So, you know, one of the bands that I, I was looking at was Foo Fighters for 2000s, but a lot of their music came out in late 90s. Right. So... For me, I kind of was like, man, they would go into the 2000s because I had my 90s artists, but I was like, they're not going to play that music from the two, from the 90s. They're just going to play strictly what they had in the 2000s. So for me, I crossed them off because they didn't, they weren't as good as the 90 artists, uh, 90s artists I already had, gotcha. and they couldn't play that music. Sure. So uh, with that, are you ready to get into our lineup? Um, how would you like to go about it? Do you want one of us to go all the way through, or do you want to go back and forth? I'll what do go, you think? I think we should go back and forth. Okay. And I'd okay. like to ask you by starting this. Sure. I know you. St- your first, your earliest decade is pre '80s, right? You kept it kind of general for that. Yes. Do you have anything that's pre '70s? No, my person was '70s. Okay, so I had my I had an honorable mention. Okay, for yep. pre '70s. Sure. Yeah. So that's what I, I. I have a list of people written down um, that 
I, I definitely thought about giving some shout outs for okay. um, honorable mentions, but maybe we hold off until the end for that because I don't want to give an honorable mention and have it show up on your list, you know? Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay. So with that, who is your opener? What decade are, there for, are they from? Oh, man. I, I got to do like a lineup, huh? That's what I have written down. I oh. can start if you want. I thought we were going by decades. Uh, it, I don't know, man. That's tough. That's really tough. Um, yeah, why don't you kick us off? Okay. I, I, was, I was working more of like throughout the decades. I, oh, okay, I, okay. I haven't lined them up. Okay. That's why I, I really struggled with. Uh, it's how, tough. How do you decide who's going to go over who? It's tough. That's oh, what I switched mine a couple times last night. Oh, boy. So my opener is from the 2010s. It's Post Malone. Really? Yeah. So I okay. thought that might be a shock to a lot of people. Okay. But I think he would be the perfect person to kick off a festival. The guy has so many hits on the radio. So many, and people that are diehard Post fans are going to go to this show and they're still going to be able to see some huge artists. So, you know, songs like Sunflower, Congratulations, Rockstar, his newest album just dropped. It's great. Everybody loves it. And I just think he's going to come in. It's not going to be great. His concerts, I've never been, but I've seen the, the, the pictures and videos and everything. They're not super crazy. So I think he'd be a really good opener. Okay. And especially when I named the other four people, he definitely isn't taking a slot from one of them. Okay. So, I put him as my opener from the from the 2010. So I'm starting with the newest. Okay. And I almost work backwards, actually. Interesting. But um, I think Post is a good party starter. He's going to open the door for my next four acts. And I also, it's probably a super lame name for my festival, but I just named it the Endless Party Festival. Because oh. I think it's just, as soon as Post comes on, nobody's sitting down for the next four hours. <laughs> okay. For the next six, seven hours, like you're going to be standing. You're going to be I like that. Yeah, I didn't... Oh, damn, I didn't think of a cool name. I would have definitely named my festival something cool, but I didn't. Damn. Uh, all right, I hear you, man. I, I, I'll tell you what. Looking at my list, I think I can come up with a, with a opening act. I would say that my honorable mentions would probably be the true opener, but we'll I'll save that for the end. Um, he, And I also... I got... Foshi, I feel bad because every time we do these things, I feel like I kind of cheat a little bit. And I, 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 <laughs> the, the one... I did cheat with one decade. It's all right. Because I thought that overall the act, the artist that I chose would be my pick, but I forgot that one of my legitimate all-time favorite albums of ever, of all time happened in the late 70s. Okay. So I, this so is your I, opener? So my opener is okay. like a mixture of maybe if we can have all of... Okay, I'll just say it. Alright. So what I'm thinking, for the 70s, uh, pre-80s, I picked Stevie Wonder. Mm, I love Stevie. He was Stevie. on my list. Okay, great. I love Stevie. I think he would be an amazing opening act. And yes. I know it's, see, here's the problem is people got to really put the, the legacy and everything aside because even just saying that, I feel terrible. I feel like a terrible person <laughs> saying Stevie's going to be the opener, like, you know, but I just feel like he's going to bring chill vibes. It's not going to yeah. start too amped up. He's going to kind of, we're going to coast our way into this thing. I like right? it. And, uh, not a lot of stage movement, but he's going to get, you know, people are still showing up to the, you know, it's yeah, not, everybody's yeah. not there and you're kind of, Getting getting settled and, and you know it depends where this is at. Is this in our home? Is this in St. Louis? Does yeah, it sure. matter where yeah, it is? No. Okay, that's wherever gonna, you'd like to put it on. I might change the lineup, but uh, <laughs> so I thought Stevie Wonder, man, how many classics this guy have? The crowd, yeah. everyone's going to be singing along. Everyone knows him. Yep. Everybody loves him. But at the same time, I really struggled because Foreigner is one of my all-time mm, favorite bands. Really. Yeah, and Double Vision is one of my all-time <laughs> favorite albums ever made. I would have never guessed 1978. that. 1978. That's amazing. Yeah, and I just, if we could figure out a way where maybe Stevie Wonder covers, does all of his <laughs> shit, and also covers that album, 
pretty intense. <laughs> I mean, I, that would that would be a that's, hell of an opening. That's act. amazing. That's uh, I'm, so I'm rolling seventies for the opener. Nice. Okay, so you have Stevie Wonder as your opener. My next is from the 1990s, and it's gonna get interesting. But this is just somebody that I loved and I would have loved to see in concert. Arguably one of my favorite artists ever. And that's Tupac. Oh, okay. All right. Might not be a great like music festival guy, but goddamn, I would have loved. I think to see he would him. be. I, I think he would be. I, he, like I said, one of my favorite artists ever. Uh, California Love, I Get Around, Me Against the World. Literally, every almost every song that Tupac ever made came out in the 90s. So you get his basically his whole catalog of music. The songs are endless. And man, I just... It, it would have been if uh, just incredible to see that guy live. Even the, the, the hologram they did of him. I think it was yeah. at Coachella a couple years ago. That was, that was just badass. Like, it's cool. So what's interesting to me is not that you chose Tupac to be in your festival, but it's the, it's the slot, the second slot. Yeah, what, so why, why is, originally he was my third, but wow, I switched him with my next artist because I think, I think Posty, and then Tupac, it's a you, you kind of get you know it's a, it's a little bit it's definitely a different vibe, but I think with my next three you're gonna see why I had to switch him from sec from third to second. Oh, man, okay, but like I said love Tupac, uh, and that is my number two artist followed by. Uh, Post Malone followed by Tupac, and man, like I said, one one person I would love to go back in time and see if there's a time machine would be Tupac in concert. I just feel like it would be just an incredible oh, experience. Yeah, one hundred percent. See all his all his songs. That guy. I mean, he could he could play like a six hour concert by himself with yeah. all the music. He yeah, it would be amazing. It would be like, and one, like said, arguably my favorite artist of all time. Yeah. So oh, sure. Post Malone, then Tupac. So the, I have the the, nice the, two, the 2010s and the 90s taken care of. Who is following Stevie Wonder for you? Well, so I, I asked this question before, but I think my lineup really depends on where this is at. Is there a, is there a is there a certain location that this is in? Wherever you would like, Wherever. it's your choice. You oh, can so pick. This is our festival. You can take it. Yeah, we're we're the promoters. We are going. I mean, you can go to Africa. You can go to All right. Europe. You okay. can go to New York right. City, St. Louis, wherever you'd like. Okay. Then because of that location, I, I this is crazy. I didn't I did not plan for this. I'm gonna agree with you. I I had Tupac for my, oh, but he's for my beautiful. '90s uh, pick because I agree with everything that you said wholeheartedly, and I agree that I would. I, I'm jealous of everyone who ever has seen him live. Yeah. That's a hell of a story. Not yeah. not just because he passed away, but you know, I, I kind of also think of like everyone else does. If he didn't pass away, how many un you know more legendary yeah. albums and just overall music he would make, and that would add to you know that presence i mean you think about it we, we're picking him from our 90s and he really like, what made it like halfway through yeah right? well yeah it wasn't even like yeah i mean and i just think you know we grew up in the 90s so those are some of our most probably fond music memories i mean you have tupac you have biggie you have pearl jam you have nwa uh mariah carey jay-z you have all of these and, huge music yeah artists and i want to i want to note on that too because when i think of the 90s i think of hip-hop yeah uh, you know of course. I'm, I'm a big hip-hop guy and i think of that's like my prime time hip-hop and I thought of a bunch of people. So Nirvana. Just, I so, mean, some of the options that I went through, um, like old '90s Common. I, you know, yeah. I love Common. I would love to have seen him in, you know, old '90s Nas, Wu Tang, Wu Tang, even late '90s DMX. I mean, I really, I almost really legitimately picked DMX because I just think that that would be the most <laughs> wild, yeah, <laughs> ever, yeah. like just show ever. But I went with Tupac. Now I don't know how that really. I'm not when when my planning goes. I'm not planning on music combination so we're going from stevie to tupac it's a little bit of a jump 
but I think I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's I a, like the transition, and I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep with Tupac at the number two slot, just like you. So, you know, you you kind of got a big jump there. I think right now is when mine kicks off. We are going to the 2000s, and we are going with the one and only Jennifer Lopez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so we are the going one. Post Malone, Tupac, and 2000s Jennifer Lopez. Wow. Like I said, this thing is a party, man. It's endless. It's never gonna end. Again, I should have seen that one. One of my favorite artists ever. Uh, keeps the, well, it's going to keep the party going. Everybody's going to be dancing. Everybody's going to be having a good time. I, I don't think we're not going to have, so this is going to be like a festival in an open field. We're not going to have chairs or anything. So people are just going to be dancing, having a good time. Okay. She's going to be have Jenny from the block. One of our favorite songs. I know. Yes. I'm real. Yes. Of course. One yes. of our favorites all yes. time. Love don't cost a thing. Get right. There's some early nineties or late nineties, uh, JLo that we will miss, but still, 2000s J-Lo is endless, a timeless classics. I, another person that if she ever came to St. Louis, I would love to go see, even though she, <laughs> I don't probably don't know any of her recent music. I think it would just be awesome to be like, yeah, I saw Jennifer Lopez this past weekend and it was <laughs> fucking awesome. Like, but I just, like I said, endless party fest. It's going to go six hours. People are going to be, when people leave this concert, they're going to be drained. I mean, they're going to be just physically, mentally drained. Post Malone, Followed by Tupac, followed by Jennifer Lopez. I, I can't. I, it's a nice lineup. I still have two left. Yeah, and it, I'm, it, it's, it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. I can't. Uh, so, like I said, J Lo and Tupac, arguably two of my favorite artists ever. Just classics, fun times. It's going to be a good show. Who is your third person? Man, this this is tough for me, Foshi, because. Uh-oh. I think I'm going to catch a lot of flack for this. Man. Oh, and um, oh no, it's tough because one of my all-time favorite artists and one of my all-time favorite artists to see in person. Mm, it does not think, make this list, okay, because he spans over too many decades. Sure, and I it's know. tough for me to narrow down. So my honorable mention is actually going to be like a much more than an honorable mention. So I'm going to keep this to the decades. I'm going to stick to as you know without breaking as many rules as possible. <laughs> but I'm going to switch things around. I did not. I did not see this coming but since i get to pick my location it's really switched mm. things up okay and my number three artist is coming from the 2010s this is the most recent okay still in the decade closing you it out personally might be walking out of my concert at oh, this no. one. <laughs> oh, i feel no. like if we're talking about the last nine to ten years it has to be <sighs> the king himself it's got to be drake okay it's gotta be drizzy drake yeah drake was on my list too. it's gotta be first of all this guy is currently ruling the world. Yeah. I mean, basically, in music. I won't argue with them. Every song is going to be just, I mean, we're talking about from my my festival right now, we're talking Stevie, then Tupac kind of, mm. you know, brings up a little bit, and then Drake just takes it, I mean, to a yeah. whole yeah. nother level because, I mean, we're talking skyrocket. Now we're, we went from the five is- to, to 200. Yeah. And you've seen his, you know, this guy's selling out arenas everywhere. He's touring the entire world. Yeah. He's doing these humongous productions. They're doing halftime uh, half yeah. court shots for fifty thousand dollars or whatever they're doing. They're calling people up on stage. The lights are all out and it's crazy lighting and pyrotechnics and all. Th- it's gonna be a show. Yeah. So oh, yeah. right there when Drake comes on, like no disrespect to the uh, Tupac and Stevie, but Stevie's really chilling, coasting. Tupac's bringing it up. You're getting a, the the momentum's really getting up there, and then Drake just. I mean, it's like an explosion. Yeah. Yeah. Push. Yeah. Energy through the roof. Yeah. yeah. I I agree. I, I had Drake written down, but I just. I couldn't find the right spot for him. Because, I mean, Drake's definitely not... He's not opening. And I think the other people that I have coming through are, are just are a little bit better, a little bit bigger. But I do... 
I'm not the biggest Drake person, but I will admit that the guy is on top of the world in the music industry. And I, I do enjoy some of it. Yeah. I do enjoy some I just of think music. that is probably going to get, I'm probably get a lot of shit for him being so high up, you know, in that third slot. It's a tough slot yeah. to put in. Hopefully my number four and five can explain why that is though. Yeah. So my number four is from uh, pre-1980s. So we are going Post Malone, Tupac, J-Lo. Who's going to keep that up? Who's followed keep that? by who? The immortal Elton John. Is he going to be able to keep that that momentum up? Dude, I'm telling you. You look <laughs> up some Elton John concerts, that guy's nuts. Playing <laughs> the piano true. like a madman. That's true. Uh, I mean, the songs that he came out with in the in the 70s, Rocket Man, Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting, Crocodile Rock, uh, Everybody's singing. Everybody's having a good time. Everybody knows Elton John. That's true. That's the every every song that Elton John plays, everyone will know. He's going to pick up right where J Lo left off, and I think so. You know, like you said, Post Malone gets people going. Tupac, same way. Energy goes up. J Lo energy goes up more. But I think Elton John's going to feed off that energy from the crowd, yeah. and he's just going to blow it through the roof. You, and I think people, the guy is a great showman. The guy, he's I, I don't even know. He's eighty years old now, and I think he just said that he's he's uh, he just did his final tour. It would not surprise me if he went out again. The guy is just a, he's a mastermind. Uh, he has so many personas, uh, videos I've seen. He loves interacting with the crowd, loves keeping the crowd into it. And man, I just think that Elton John is a solid, and I, I had no idea that all, like most of his music came out in the 70s. The guy has been around yeah. from late 60s and he's still making music now. Yeah. It's crazy how many, how many songs he has that are so big. Everyone's going to be singing. Everybody's going to have a good time. Yeah, and I really like the idea of not, you know, first when you say Elton John, I'm like, oh, I don't think he can hang, but I forget. We're talking about 70s Elton yeah. John. That's a whole different Free, ball yeah. game. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, that, that's, that's a hell of a festival lineup. I like it so far. Yeah. And uh, that's, I'm I mean, I just think the energy from the beginning it's a is just going to keep going. And it's, it's not, it, you know, like, I could see that flowing. Hip, you're kind of going R&B hip hop. I wanted to try to try to get uh, just a nice, well-rounded everybody, you know, if you're a, 50 year old mother if you're a 12 year old kid sure. I think you're going to have a good time maybe sure. not with Tupac but sure. you're going to have a good well, time and you're going <laughs> to hey, if you're going to a festival with multiple artists yeah, there's going to be a, yeah there's going to be a couple that you might you know might have to hold the kids ears for a second but you'll be fine it'll be fine all right so your fourth person the second to last artist coming wow. out wow. who do you got wow this is tough for me Foshi. but because of the newly uh, stated rule of where we chose and you know, you, you said mentioned before about man, I wish somebody bring Lufest back. I, I think I might be doing that mm. right now. This might be Lufest 2.0 happening as we speak. But the number five, I don't think can be topped. So yeah. it's tough for me. But this Lufest is going to be in St. Louis. Mm. And if I'm uh -oh. thinking about the decade of early 2000s, there's only one option that comes to mind. I don't think of <laughs> anybody true. else. And that is the goat, the king himself. It's Nelly. Yeah. The man, basically the mayor of St. Louis. I mean, he might as well be the president around here. This guy, we're talking, Foshi, even right now, this guy hasn't had any kind of relatable music to us in, in, de in, in, a, <laughs> no. in a decade. Uh, yeah. If he came on stage anywhere we're at right now, we'd just be so pumped. Oh, yeah. Every concert, I don't care who you are, where you're at, if you go to a concert at Verizon or Hollywood Theater, whatever it's called now, you're lying if there isn't a split second in your head where you say, "I wonder if Nelly's gonna pop out." Yeah, I'm, I've I've seen I've gone out there for a country con and he does. He, sometimes yeah. he pops out. He's yeah. just like, "Hey, what's up?" Every time he does, it's just in St. Louis. It's at pandemonium. Least. It's chaos. Yeah, and on top of that, 
you know he's going to bring out the, some of the lunatics with him. So if he brings Murph out with him, mm. it's game over. Not to mention that we're talking about early 2000s. We're talking about two of the most iconic albums of all time. I don't care who, what, I don't care what you feel about it. Yeah. Literally changed rap and put our city on the map in a genre that we just weren't at all. That's the year 2000 with Country Grammar. Mm. And then I think it was 02, 01, 2002 with Nellyville. Back yeah. to back, <sighs> immediate legendary classics. Still albums you can listen to all the way through to this day. If Nelly came out in this concert and only played one of those albums, yeah. only, just, just play awesome. the one album, it'd be a, it'd be a game changer. People yeah. would be walking away like, in St. Louis, they'd be walking away and be like, man, like people, people would come to that fest. And I know this sounds crazy because you got Tupac and all these legends. I'm telling you, people would come to that concert just for Nelly. Yeah. I still would today go to would go to a concert oh, yeah. just for Nelly. Absolutely. And that's and that's just I mean, this is like you said, this is Nelly who hasn't come out with music in a decade. Yeah. This is the, the, this the is Nelly you were time. picking is prime Nelly. That stage presence has just got to be killer, especially in St. Louis in his hometown. Dude. You know he's going hard. He's Dude. gonna put on an amazing show. Dude, yeah, he used to be when he was young and they would him and all the lunatics would be like fifteen guys on stage. They they'd be getting crazy out there, man. It was it was it's amazing. I mean, all you got to do, YouTube some of those videos or some of their yeah. shows, some of their music videos, man, that you, we know they get wild. I mean, listen, you got everyone's seen the tip drill video. Like, things get crazy. <laughs> but it's just like, I don't know, man. It's one of those things. It's It would almost be an insult that if we're talking about iconic just acts and you have one in St. Louis specifically, it just, yeah. it'd just it be an insult not to have Nelly and the Lunatics all, all together in one place. I do love that. Now, I want to put him number five. I want it so badly, mm. too. But I thought, you know what, man? If this was anywhere else other than St. Louis, people yeah, people like Nelly, sure. Yeah. Early, like At that time, he yeah. was literally yeah. the face the of person. rap. Yeah. yeah. and Or one of the faces, I guess I should say. But And, and, and people get are cool with that. But it'd be just be a whole other level in, in St. Louis. But I just don't think he can top my number five. Okay. And for that, I'm sorry, Nelly. Like, you're still you're still my, my guy. You're still the, the St. Louis goat, for sure. But yeah. yeah. Number four. Where are you at, man? So my number five, my closer. Arguably one of the greatest performers of all time. Oh. Coming from the 80s. Oh. Are we about to pick the same first? I think we are. Prince. Oh, no, okay. no. Nice. I like this. this is a good so I'm up. going Prince. Good. Uh, That's good. That's great. I mean, like I said, one of the greatest performers ever. The guy, so many classics uh, in, in the 80s. 1999, Little Red, Little Red Corvette, Delirious, Let's Go Crazy, Purple Rain. That all of those songs came out in the 80s. And this, I mean... This like this is people would go see Prince right before he passed just to go see him and be like, man, I saw Prince. The guy's a legend. We're talking about prime Prince, 1980s. Again, a guy that is going to feed off the crowd, get the crowd going, give them what they want, be all over the stage, the yeah. stage presence, yeah, yeah, yeah. An endless party, and another person that I I just wish I could have seen one time, whether it was lately, right, right before he passed, when he was still doing music, or. Man, I mean, he is just one of the greatest performers, greatest, just an absolute legend. Uh, Ellen went to Minnesota this past year for a gymnastics event, and she was like, I knew that Prince was big. It was unbelievable how much stuff was just Prince stuff. It was everywhere. And I was like, that's, that's just, that's cool. It's just yeah. a cool thing that one person just took over a whole city. He repped the city. He loved, he loved that, uh, everything about it. And like I said, I think he's just, it's just going to be an endless party. He's going to close it out. I can't imagine. And Prince, I, from what I've heard, is one of those guys that he didn't give a, a shit about like closing. He would just play for hours. He was yeah. like, I don't care, man. These people paid. I'm playing. Whatever. And I just think it would be a hell of a time. You're right, man. I, he's the true definition of an icon, right? Yeah. But on top of that, I mean, 
what a way to go out. I mean, I really like I really like your your, uh, your the kind of half and half that you got. Yeah. Of your festival. But that second half, you're right, man. That is one way to bring it home. It's, you got two legendary icons backing each other up. I, I'm really digging that. I think that would be intense, especially, yeah, because you got two guys that are wild up there, and I think both of them would be the same way, where it'd just be like, yeah, we're just going to keep rolling. Yeah, we're just going to play. Whatever. We're, not, we're not doing rules. Play or together, stage. maybe. Yeah, I mean, Prince come on out guitar. get an encore yeah. together. Oh, man, how that'd Whew. be amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I'd, just, I'd be all the way in for that. We're getting both of them in their prime. They, you know, they're just the stage presence. Uh, Elton John standing on his on his piano bench, just banging on the keys. Uh, Prince wailing on the guitar, and I think it'd be a hell of a hell of a close. All right, your last pick, your closer. Who are you going with? Uh, real quick, to be honest with you, that's kind of what I envisioned for my number three and four. Was that like Drake would be just doing his thing, and then Nelly would just come out, and they'd have a great oh together concert together. Oh, I would yeah. love Drake Nelly, Drake primetime Drake now and primetime Nelly, like in his prime. That combination, yeah. that is. Yeah, it makes me... That's awesome. Kind of get chills a little bit. That's amazing. <laughs> when I thought of the 80s, Foshi, I only thought of one person that came to mind, and I don't think anybody mm. else did, and that and that's... It's the king. Yeah. Yeah. It, I haven't written down. It, it's Michael Jackson. He's right there. Solely off of his music and... Uh, um, I'm sorry, a stage presence alone, I don't think there's anybody better. The reason that I can't, can't put Nelly at the five is because yeah. I just don't think that <laughs> anyone can top MJ. I mean... Just from a show, I mean, we've oh. all seen the concerts, we've seen the documentary movies. Sure, off, off mic, off stage, we we know what yeah. what's going on, right? But on stage, on mic, was there anyone better? I mean, <laughs> yeah. just overall stage, you get the dancing, you, of course, you get the singing, the instant classics. I mean, we're talking about nineteen eighty two is Thriller album, which is still to this day, I believe, is the most, the most sold yeah. album of yep, all time. I believe you're right. Bad is nineteen eighty seven. Those are just two within. I mean, that's the whole decade. There, he had other work going on in, in between that. Just those two alone, I mean, it's a game over for me. I just can't, like, the way that I envisioned it is if I if I want somebody to come and shut my festival yeah, down. he's doing it. I want somebody that's going to go all out, like you said, with Prince. Just kind of a madman up there who's really going to put on a show. And to me, there's just nobody else than MJ. You want to talk about pyrotechnics, and especially if we're doing today, like, with the technology and stuff. Oh. You're going to have, like, screens going everywhere. There's going to be dancers. He's going to be yeah, dancing. dancing. Everything's yeah. choreographed. There's you know everything everything is an actual show whereas a lot of these hip hop guys and especially the people that I picked you know Nelly and Drake they have somewhat you know Drake more than Nelly but has has kind of a choreographed thing but really they're just up there yep moving around and rapping yeah. and stuff MJ everything every single step and I'm sure if you haven't seen his documentaries and the biopics and all that you have to go see it because he was psychotic about that yeah. stuff I mean he was yeah. psychotic, psychotic about a lot of things but he was crazy about every step was choreographed every step was Something was meaningful. You know, in NBA, there's this there's this kind of saying in basketball where it's they talk about wasted motion, mm. you know, in your jump shot, in the way that you're moving off ball through your screens. It's it, You don't want any wasted motion, right? And that's what I think about when I think of an MJ performance. I think of everything so calculated, so precise, that there's no wasted motion. And that wasted motion is not just to play a game and put a ball through the hoop, but it's to perform yeah. and give people a, a presentation. Almost, Entertain, you know? and that, yep. That's crazy to me. Yeah. It's crazy to put that much craft and, and time and effort into that. So I just don't think that there's any way that, as much as I wanted to put Nelly at the hometown at, at number five, <laughs> there's just I just don't know of yeah. anyone else that could top them, like the king, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I had MJ written down too because like like Elton John, like Prince, like Tupac, like Stevie Wonder, these are just like legendary people. They're all legendary. But MJ is 
he's a class above, you know. I don't even know. You can't, there's not really even a word for it because, you know, you have your legends, but then you have maybe two or three people who are just a step above those people because they were so iconic. They changed the game. I mean, you think of MJ um, and you just look at, you know, look at how music changed from when, before he got into it. Nobody was, from what I've seen, you know, nobody was really had that stage presence. Nobody was really doing moves, dancing, because I don't think it really mattered. But when, as soon as he started doing it, people were like, this is what I need. This is what I want to see. And when, you know, other artists weren't doing that. It was kind of like, you know, why isn't this guy doing what MJ's doing? Why isn't this guy dancing? Why is this guy up there just singing or, or playing? So the, every aspect of music, of concerts, of music videos, I mean, he made literally just like movies that were music videos. Yeah. So the, he just completely changed the game. So he was definitely on my list, but I, I chose Prince over him just because I'm. I think I'm more of a Prince guy, but I love them both. Um, and I mean that. Yeah, that's a solid, very great pick at the end. Yeah, see, I'm kind of the same way. Like with you, like I definitely respect the Prince pick for sure. But it's just that for me, out of everybody that I mentioned, and I think that worldwide majority, like yeah. if you get an MJ song on, people are just gonna be vibing to. You Absolutely. know what I mean? It's just like, like you said. It's just a worldwide thing. It's a step above everybody. But yeah, interesting layout of, of our, both all yeah. of ours from one to five. Yeah. Did you have any honorable mentions that you either didn't, didn't make the cut or couldn't figure out where to put or anything like that? So yeah, I, I wrote down, I've got kind of a chart of each decade. Um, so pre seventies, I, I chose Elton John, but I also have, you know, Marvin Gaye written down. Okay. I have the Rolling Stones, Elvis, Ray Charles, but I just, found it difficult to... I think the reason I went with the people I went with was the layout of of the order they went in. I think they all kind of fit in that order. They all went really nicely. Um, the 80s, I have Stevie Wonder and MJ written down, and I chose Prince. The 90s, I have... I chose Tupac, but I have Pearl Jam, NWA, Mariah Carey, uh, Nirvana, Foo Fighters. 2000s, I have Eminem. It would have been a solid pick. For sure. Yeah, that uh, would have been... It definitely was... If Nelly was not in that yeah. decade, it would be Eminem for sure. Eminem, Kanye, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Jay Z, Matchbox Twenty. Uh, I chose J Lo. I, I can't can't go oh, can't go against J Lo. And then 2010s, uh, chose Post Malone, but I also had Travis Scott, yes, Kendrick Lamar, uh, and you know, it, like I said, it, it was. I mean, I, I Beyonce is up there, but she's. Not, I mean, she's not up there for me. I don't really care about Beyonce. I don't really care for. Uh, if anybody, if, any, if there's going to be anybody besides Post Malone, I would choose Rihanna probably. Okay. I love Rihanna. Rihanna is just fucking bad. Yeah, like, sure. She is just awesome. Sure. Uh, so those were some of the just honorable mentions. Like when I was just thinking like, who are some of the big, biggest music artists that I would want to see or that I would want to put into a festival? Some of the people that I wrote down. Uh, do you have any honorable mentions that have not been named yet? Just a couple. And, I mean, and, the Beatles, obviously. Of well, course, there's yeah, huge monster bands. Even me, bands, though, I didn't, but, I didn't even write them down like yeah, that. I I'm just, not a huge yet. I don't really care, man. I, you know, it's not, not to be disrespectful, but it's just not my thing. Yeah. I that my I had two on I had two honorable mentions that I think that I just couldn't figure out how to fit them in and I I almost think of it a way as everyone out there take a pause for a second don't take this as disrespect because I don't mean this just we're, play along with us here that I I I almost thought of it as like a music festival where there's like side stages going you yeah, know where yeah. it's a big enough thing where it's not you're you're not on the main stage mm -hmm. you know but you're somewhere over in tent yeah B or absolutely. Something. I thought my pre my pre seventies my pre eighties together I I would personally love on a side stage I'd love to check out the Temptations I thought that oh, they yeah. would be I think they were the sixties yeah they I, I grew up on the Temptations I, I, I would I would love to see them I just don't know if they would 
fit my vibe that I got going on the main stage is kind of building up. Sure. Yeah, they, yeah. If they did, they would start before Stevie. They'd be like my opening opening act. Yeah, before you know what I mean? there, yeah. Yeah, they'd be like the like, real just kind of Yeah, Temptations out. would be sweet, yeah. Yeah, because there's just not a lot of stage presence yeah, going on there. Yeah, they're just, yeah, just, they're just, just singing amazing. Yeah. yeah, they're amazing at singing. Don't get me wrong, but the other one that is a side stage, but I almost, it's almost like disrespectful to him, and this is what I was talking about before. Yeah. I just couldn't figure out which decade. He's so great, and he's such my one of my favorite all-time artists that he almost goes with Eminem. It's like Eminem does have a couple decades, but the person I'm talking about is Tech Nine, who mm. who I think spans over really almost almost four decades. Yeah, now. I mean, it's he's playing crazy. He's playing with Tupac. Like, he has, yeah, he has he songs with Tupac yeah. for sure. And uh, still to this day, releasing albums that I, I love, and yeah. I still go every year. You know, I yep. go every year to, to see him, and he's like fifteen years older than me. You know, <laughs> but um, the reason that I, I don't didn't put him in was a couple things. I Tech Nine has a very Tech. If you just want to talk about hip hop shows, I've said this a million times. Tech Nine mm -hmm. is on another level. It's yeah. it's not just a hip hop show. He is very much choreographed, and it is amazing it's just he does very different stuff but he's very different it's very dark it's very interesting the crowds there the vibe is different everybody is just it's just not your normal hip-hop show i love that i just don't know if i could fit him into my all-time decades artist like I yeah. just for me personally he's there i just don't know if he could mesh in well with those other five that i picked sure so what I would like to do is put him on a sound stage. Or I mean, I'm sorry, a side stage, but have him there all day. The entire <laughs> five hours or six <laughs> hours that this concert's going to go, he has enough content to do that. Yeah. And in his shows that he does now, he brings up other artists and then he goes and changes and does other shit and gets a sound. He'll do that two or three times. He'll have two or three different sets going on the same um, concert. Yeah. Oh, he could do that for the whole show. Just put him over there. And let him do his thing for the entire night. I like it. Because I want to go bounce back and forth because I want tech in between while I'm doing, you know, going from Stevie to, yeah. you know, step one to step two, step three, whatever. I like it. So honorable mention, yes, but man, should he be in there? Yeah, he definitely should. But it's just, you know, you're talking about, like you said, the elite of the elite, in my opinion. Yeah. As much as I love tech, it's just, may, maybe for <laughs> maybe a future when he's, when it's all said and done, maybe yeah. we'll make that. Yeah, I, I do like that. I like the uh, finding somebody who just has music. I mean, that's the thing. You know, some of these bands that we mentioned, they have music that spans two, three decades, and you can just put them on a side stage and they can play for hours in between. Uh, all right, so before we get out of here, let's give a quick rundown of, of who we chose. So my opener is Post Malone, followed by Tupac, followed by J-Lo, followed by Elton John, and we're wrapping up with Prince. Wow. I mean, I mean just a, a, a festival, a concert that I would pay I, I mean, any you could put any, any dollar amount on it, and I would pay to go. That'd be amazing. Yeah, what, what was the name of that? Fest? I called it the Endless, uh, Endless, uh, Endless Party Festival. N the name needs work, but it was something that, you know, I figured from start to whenever Prince decides he's done, it's just going to be people standing, people having a good time, dancing, singing along. Because, I mean, when you think of Elton John, Prince, when you think of those guys, uh, Everybody, every single person, like I said before, whether you're 12 years old or you're 65 years old, you're gonna know this. You're gonna know the words, and you're gonna have a damn good time at this show. So yeah. that's what I think. I, I, like I said, I would pay any kind of money to go to this festival, and have, I would be after that. I could die happy. It would be awesome to go. A blast to go see. I'd be right there with you, man. Yeah. You, uh, what would you be charging to get in? I mean, it had to be a lot. Be it would have to be the ticket would have to be high. I, I'm not gonna lie, but. 
Uh, it'd be nice though. Maybe Prince and Elton John, and you know, since they already have, an, since they already could, had enough money, they could just say it's reasonable. We're though. just gonna do it. You know, we're, yeah. we're gonna have a good time. It's we're just gonna come. Man. We're gonna. We want. And you know, the biggest thing. Maybe this is a different way to look at it. If we were to shoot out a uh, uh, call Prince or whatever and say, "Hey, we want you to close out a music festival. Post Malone's gonna open. Tupac's gonna be second. J Lo's third. Elton John, and then you. I mean, it's gotta be hard to say no to that, right? It's got to be hard to say. It's got to be hard to sit there and be like, no, I think I'm good. Like, I think that if at the end of the show, if he just brought out all five of them see, out that's there what and I was just doing thinking. a damn good time. That's like, what I was just thinking. Can't you see Prince doing that? I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe that'd be crazy if he just brought everybody out and was just jamming with everybody. That'd just be playing, amazing. having a good time. Like, you know, I think the cream of the crop, all these people, you know, Elton John, Prince, MJ, Stevie Wonder, they just... They love to be around those type of people. So if if you were to say, you know, you're going to close out this festival with these four other people, I think he's just going to say, yeah, cool. You know, I'm, I'll be there. I'll play. Yeah. I'll show up whenever. I'll play yeah. however long I yeah. want. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Let's do it. And I, I just think it'd be a, you know, a damn good time. What I'm thinking about is would be just amazing is I'm just thinking about different variations of your artist <laughs> collabing on stage. Yeah. Think of a Post Malone and... um um. I can't. I just. I just blanked. Um, Elton John. Yeah, Elton John. Thank you. <laughs> Those two together. God. Uh, think about Post Malone Elton John combination. That'd be amazing. Yeah. What about a J Lo Prince combo? Mm. Come on. Yeah. That'd be crazy, <laughs> That'd be right? Awesome. I mean, just like any of those combinations would be just amazing. Yeah. I think it would be Incredible. just an absolute blast. And here's yeah. the, here's the other thing. You're about to name your five. We could somehow figure out a way to put both of our five together. There's your two day. There's, there's your our two day festival. Yeah, there there's your weekend right Man. there. God. Damn, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. So uh, let's find some sort of time machine. We'll go back in time. We'll yeah. find all these people. We'll, we'll plan a festival. Yeah, yeah we'll hologram. hologram. That'd be cool too. Yeah. I know it's controversial, but hey, that's cool. I, th- yeah, I think whatever, a hologram man. is cool. But before we get out of here, I gave my five. What is your five? Uh, what What's your festival looking like? My festival is starting with a um, an opening of Stevie Wonder slash mm. possibly Foreigner, but really just Stevie Wonder <laughs> doing Foreigner covers because that would be awesome. <laughs> And then we're jumping straight from there to Tupac. We're bringing up that level just a little bit. I mean, it's getting more intense, definitely. Yeah, but, for sure. Uh, a little bit of a step up. And then we're going three. We're just pure explosion through the roof. And that's Drake and all the production that comes with him. From Drake, we're bringing the hometown uh, God, basically, which, yeah. is, which yeah. is Nelly and the St. Lunatics, to just drop his classic early 2000s mm. music, which to this day, I mean, still God, lives. it's just, I can't speak enough about it. And then we're bringing it all home with the King of Pop, with with Michael Jackson. Um, and, you know, just all around. I mean, I don't think I need to explain anything more about MJ. But I just think, you know, as far as names, the thing that comes to mind for me, Foshis, I think I, maybe I'll name it something along the lines of um, the Blue Lou Fest. Ooh. Because what I'm picturing right now is we're somewhere at a big open f- area, sure. right, with the festivals. But next to the stage, I just want suspended about 15 feet in the air. It's a huge party room where I want the St. Louis Blues, mm. all the players, all the staff, uh. just having a huge Stanley Cup party as they're viewing the, this amazing festival that we put together. While also getting the crowd just fucking amped God. by holding up the Stanley Cup. <laughs> you've you've made it even better. And we're gonna call it the Lou, the I'm sorry, the Blue Lou. I love it. Fest. I I absolutely love it. God, I would pay a lot of money for that. Yeah. Now here's my thing. <laughs> my, I don't have the quite the variation that you have. The genre sp- splitting. Mine is very much kind of, like I said, a kind of one track or one or two-ish track. It's not too crazy. It kind of reminds me like a 
mixture of like old old summer jam mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah yeah concerts that we you know we used to have even though that was like really just hip-hop and r&b it's kind of like w- w- what i'm doing here i guess but i don't know man i still you know for me that's just that's just where you know that's my genres i mean that's that's that's, that's the that's the feeling that's the vibe that, I, that i'm throwing out there but I gotta, I gotta give it up to you, man. I, I don't know if yours is necessarily better than mine, but I really do. I like the, uh, the kind of, the kind of, the difference that you have going. I don't know if mine different screams difference. Hey, but it's all right. I gotta I mean, be honest. I'm the same way. I, I pay a lot of money. To go yeah, five monster artists, and you know when I came up with the idea, I was interested to see kind of how it turned out, and I think we both nailed it. We both picked five great artists, five great. Uh, musical acts that any i think a lot of people would pay a lot of good money to see yeah man you get uh you, you package both of those festivals together and mm. you get yeah you get weekend the, the de- you get the decade festival man yeah love it so with that who would make who would you have at your uh, all decade music festival let us know facebook twitter or instagram we're on all the social medias we want to hear from you shoot us an email with thoughts and ideas at going off topic pod at gmail.com that's going off topic pod at gmail.com Make sure to check out anythingbutcredible.com. You can find all of the Going Off Topic podcasts and blogs, as well as the Anything But Credible podcast there. A lot of good content on the website. Also, make sure to check out Podcast Mo. You can check out, get some good content for all of the Missouri-based podcasts. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening right now. We should be everywhere you can get uh, podcasts, so check us out. Shout out to Visit Beats for the intro and outro groove. And as always, keep it off topic.